it's your girl Sincere. We're back with another episode of I So Boom the Podcast. Always, like any day, I am joined with the one and only. Drake. But we is live from the basement like Big Tigger. We got two dope. <laughs> we got two. Yeah, y'all like that, don't y'all? <laughs> we live from the basement like Big Tigger. We got another dope episode for you this week. Featuring two bomb boss ladies, entrepreneurial model type Jones, who also happen to be longtime friends of mine. Um, who do we have here? Who we got? Who we got? We got this one right here, okay. Across from me, never lost on me. The lady serves model chick and businesswoman daily. Ironically, she walked in here dressed just like that. <laughs> okay, she is a model, so she's definitely giving body, but it's definitely the entrepreneurial sphere for me. Welcome to the show, Salea, Daddy Lay, if you will. Okay, Lay, if you really know her. What's good, sis? How you doing? Hey, sis. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's Lay, but Daddy Lay, if you nasty. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Love that. Right. And, and then we got, then we also had the craftiest woman I know. If you've never received a piece of shot glass with some glitter on it or something, she don't like you that much. Okay, welcome to the show. Hello. I'm well, doing well, excited to be here. And Panda bought a gift, not a gift, but a, a guest of her own uh, with yes. us today. My good sister <laughs> over in the corner now. Don't, don't expect too much from her because this nope. is just here to chill. Nope. Okay, but if you're feeling inclined, she got something to say, y'all. She gonna let y'all know. Hey, um, everyone. Yeah, say hi, Chef. Hi. Hey, everyone. Sorry about the back. She said hi. Okay, she got a mask on because COVID's out here and she ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we uh, really get into it today, I think it's kind of important that we check in. Like, literally, how are niggas doing? <laughs> the deep side's like... I feel like that's a trick question. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not going to hold you like since I don't know if it's the weather change or the timeline change. Yeah. I'll be ready for bed at six. Like, I'll be tired. I've been sad and then sleep. sleep. Honestly, for the past two days. I'm up all night. Like, I am. Yes. I catch this weird ass wind at like nine. And I'll be dead tired all day, ready to go to sleep, like, waiting for that moment to hit the pillow. And then 9 o'clock comes, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I should go make something. (laughs) Maybe I should call somebody. I do got that one shot glass I can go make. Let me me get on now. And then the next thing I know, I got, like, 10 shirts going. I'm on the phone. I'm doing something else. And it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Productive, though. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, until 8 o'clock in the morning when I got to get up. Oh, yeah, kind of sorry. I'll be scrolling on the ground. Looking up conspiracy theories, tweeting. I'm not really productive at that time, but I really haven't been able to sleep. And I think it's like the seasonal depression thing that's yeah. going on right now that just keeps my mind going. So plus the COVID depression. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and then the racial, and then the racial a issues. Maryland but... shutting back down again. Like outside. Yeah. Apparently we open. went back on the 11th. It went back to the whole 50 percent capacity thing. Yeah. yeah things like are closing at 11 now. You can't right. have more than like 10 people. You Talking about. I've always canceled Murder Massacre Kill Day, so. <laughs> That's what it is. Murder Massacre Kill Day. That's been canceled for me. Thing to them though, because 
it is actually Thanksgiving. Like we stand around the table and we say what we're thankful for, say what yeah. we're looking forward that. to in the next That's year. Great. Like it's a big thing. I for love them. that. Yeah. You know what? If I don't invite friends, okay, Claudie go to her room. Hey, we'll go to his <laughs> corner because he'd be fucking smacking the shit, so don't might want to eat. And then yeah. I'm sitting in front of my TV watching Christmas movies by my lonesome. <laughs> You're like next holiday. Next time, y'all Thanksgiving. What's in Thanksgiving? Like my, my, my first, yeah, like last Thanksgiving. That last, last Thanksgiving last year was great. Yeah, I started both on the Thanksgiving and especially because one of my friends, like she lives here, but she's from Georgia, Mm -hmm. so it's just her and her daughter right here. So she doesn't have any family here. So I started inviting her, and like my uncle, you know, Mm -hmm. he he used to come, but you know, he got a girlfriend now, so he don't fuck with us. Listen, my family always be like, so when you gonna bring somebody home for Thanksgiving, like. I just slaved over this food. Don't worry about my personal life. Yeah, hey, you need to be worried about this seasoning that's in this green. Like, don't see, that's the only good thing about my parents dispersing. Like, I don't have to worry about nobody being all up in my business. Oh, they don't have, my, they my don't family don't be in my business me. at all. We play. Sure, my family wants when, to when you, when you pop up with somebody, that's when we know. Like, oh. oh. No, same okay. vibe. I'm on the yeah. same vibe. Bro, do y'all remember us like make doing those potlucks when we were in the dorms? Friendsgiving. Yes. <laughs> we used to have Friendsgiving in the dorms in the dorm. potlucks. I had the good old dirty rice. <laughs> it came with the dirty rice, y'all. I've been eating dirty rice since 2011. <laughs> <laughs> the, dirty, the dirty rice was like a true contribution. And then Jasmine would try to come with applesauce. Like, bitch, that is not an applesauce, <laughs> Jasmine. Applesauce. Let him know. And, <laughs> anywho, speaking, speaking of our time in Frostburg, um, Salea and Panda, you guys were roommates in Frostburg. And I don't know about y'all, I'm an only child, so the whole idea of me going to college and having a roommate was very much a little stressful to me. Like, I was excited, but I was also stressed about the idea. And the Frostburg did this thing where as though all of our roommates were black, white, black, white, black, white, black, white. They did that shit on purpose. Like, no, they did that on purpose. They were definitely, yeah, like, everybody was a black person and a white person. That's how all the rooms were set up. So, like, tell me... What, were you guys excited about getting a roommate and the whole experience? <laughs> you want me to go first? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Lay take over. All I'm gonna say first. is, she messaged me on Facebook. She found me. I like, did the same. Hey, are you my roommate? I'm like, oh, she she real chipper. Let's see. What, I'm like, oh, she cute. All right, I'm gonna let you go ahead because her her experience is different. All right. Well, first of all, I'm gonna say that is not how she conveyed that to me <laughs> not when we first talked. Because indeed, yes, I was chipper. Because I was like, I got the paper, you know, that, that says you're the name on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to pronounce her name. And I was like, I'm so scared to pronounce her name her wrong. Name. Because her picture's like, Salea, sorry, but that is her real name. No, not But sorry. yeah, so Salea, like, her pictures were so, like, confident and, like, I was like, oh my God, if I say her name wrong, she's going to scream at me. <laughs> no, like, yeah, so I'm like, how do I get her to tell me her name? without me saying it first. Right. She's probably like, so, she's from Baltimore. No. Well, see, I didn't really know anyone from Baltimore, though. Really? No. Mm-hmm. I just said it Baltimore. Right? <laughs> it's not my fault we that she said it the correct it. way. It's because of you. <laughs> Normally, I would see, say Baltimore. Right. right. See, 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 wait a minute. You're consciously thinking yeah, about it. Though. Yeah. So, I got the paper. I sent her a message on Facebook, because that was really the most prominent yeah thing. Mm-hmm. so i found her and i waited and i waited and i was like oh my god she's gonna think i'm weird because i found her on here and in my head i'm like i want to buy things for the room and blah 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 so when i messaged her and she did respond back i was like oh okay this is cool but when i asked her about it she was like i was like mm, i don't know if i'm gonna like her or not i was like damn i was like i'm only sending you a message like all i said was hi and then when we moved in like we 
texted back and forth, messaged back and forth throughout the summer. I guess it was like the end of the summer, right? And yeah, then, it was. Yeah, and then when we moved in, Salea um, calls me and I don't remember what she was asking me, something about bringing something to the room. And she said she put me on speakerphone and her whole family was in there. They were like, she black? <laughs> so I was like, no, <laughs> not at all. So when I came in, her whole family was like, oh, hi. <laughs> but luckily, my family is a family of interracial couples. Yeah. So yeah. my brother had his fiance. She is white. So yeah. it wasn't like super awkward or nothing. My family isn't racist. So I don't want to. <laughs> Chilling, you feel me? Just me, okay? Mm -hmm. Just toe in the air, you know what I'm saying? Getting my groove. 
came to the room. I seen her moving in. So I left. I was like, all right, you know, okay, have she time. She fucked it all up. <laughs> time, you know, so you can get settled and everything or whatever. I'll come back later. Right. Came back later, came to the crib, you feel me? I hit my little lamp. Doot, doot. Because I ain't want to wake up. <laughs> Bitch, I was a little lit. I ain't going to hold you, okay? When I tell you, I turned around. And I let out the loudest scream in the world. Why? This bitch had a poster of the Joker's face. Oh, oh. The, door. Oh, the shit goodness. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, like, what the? <laughs> oh, bitch. So I get the scan in her side of the room, okay? That's the a Call of Duty poster. Okay, okay. I get the, the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, Johnny Depp uh, poster. Then she had black sheets with colored polka dots. And a brown rug. Mm. Oh, Lord. Mm. The colors all together. She, she was, was dressing me out. Yeah. Real different. I ain't never seen a girl shower or nothing. I swear. Oh. Yeah. I think you should tell us that. Yeah, I did I it. Do. I remember Okay. That. And then I caught myself trying to, like, make her friends with other people that I was friends with. You know, because we all just right. there. We all getting to know each other. You feel me? Like, nobody really knows who these people are. I'm right, right. be living with each other. Right. So I'll bring her around. Everybody used to like hang out at the arcade for mm-hmm. in the little, little game room. And we was the only girl floor too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That us too and in Simpson. The rest was yeah, like, it was yeah. boys upstairs. And it was yeah. like only like two rooms in the basement. Right. But yeah, I brought her and we all talking. Everybody's talking about where they're from and everything. And she's like, um, oh yeah, I'm from New York. You know, I, I it's gangs around my way. I seen people get stabbed. Bitch, cool. Bitch. You gotta go. <laughs> She she thought she was trying to be down, like, and it was very offensive. And everybody yeah. then was looking at me like, "You didn't brought this bitch here. <laughs> you gotta go see." Like, <laughs> that was the interracial roommate. Yeah, it failed. I feel like I feel like the interracial roommates they either did really well, or really horrible, or they did not. <laughs> like, Man, when I used to pull up with Panda, everybody be like, "Damn, that's your roommate." I'm like, "Stop." She already got a boyfriend. Back I know it was two weeks in campus, but she already got a man. <laughs> she already has a boyfriend. <laughs> she met her man out the gate, okay? And he's locked that down. Yeah, like, it was like two months. Mm-hmm. It, was like, I, it was like two months. I was moving quickly. Yes. Period. I'm pretty sure the first night that we were in Frostburg, me and Soleil got drunk and we've just been friends ever since. Yeah, that's the way. And she was like the coolest roommate because it's like, I mean, honestly, truly, I ain't never listened to country music, but I remember coming in the room one day and Panda blasting country and I'm like, oh, I like this song. Then, you know, I hop in the shower, come back, oh, she listened to Lil Wayne. I said, oh, Okay. 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 And I liked that, like, we changed our room probably mm-hmm. 10 times between yep. the first day of school and the last day of school. Like, our beds went in every direction possible. We be. had bunk beds where, when we wanted to be close to each other. Yep. Right. We would put them on other sides when we didn't. And I think we put them together one time. Yep. At one point, we had one big one. Like, it was just... <laughs>
do it. Don't come to college. Don't bring your past relationships to college. No. no. Unless you guys are on great terms, but we were very shaky. Yeah, no. Okay, Don't sorry. Okay, well, that that. Leads me, that actually leads <laughs> me to a question that I had. Now, okay, we're not in college anymore. We are all adults. We all have careers. Mm-hmm. We all have, you know, extracurriculars and things that we're obligated Kids. to. How do you how do you balance having a romantic life with a business life? Yes, that like, shit is hard. <laughs> no, I pen. I know because you guys y'all collaborate, y'all work together, y'all do business together. Y'all gotta seem to have a system down. Yeah, at least. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's different for everybody because everyone's situation is a little bit unique. Like I'm in a long distance relationship, and we have careers plus we have our own little side things. Right. So. No, Honestly, not little side things. Okay, yeah, not little. I'm about okay, to say. Okay. Thank yeah. you for that credit. But <laughs> Y'all so, yeah, but like we try to collaborate as much as we can just so that it, we spend time together when we're doing it. And sometimes it makes us fight, so it's not always the best time. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, gives us something to look forward to together, to say that we did together. But it still mm-hmm. benefits both of our brands at the same time. Yeah, ain't nothing like spending time and making money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's like, you know, being long distance, having to drive, and then wanting to spend time together, yeah. but also having to do things with our businesses. And, like, you know, his has other people involved in his right. business, so right. sometimes he can't always spend the time with me while he's doing it because I'm not, it doesn't really have anything to do yeah. with me, you know? So that's cool. Do you think it helps that both of you guys is like side businesses is something like in the creative realm? Um, yeah. I mean, it helps that they can be used with, like that they can be used with one another. Right. If that yeah. makes like sense. They, like, yeah, they, they can bounce they can, off of each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like with his stuff, I mean, the music part of it, doesn't really have anything to do with me like i can't really help with that besides doing my promotion and stuff but i think like in the clothing aspect like there's so many things that i can help contribute just even as pointer so it's like even if i can't like physically help do anything i can give advice or like pointers or help with like a a cheaper alternative to help do things that are still good quality like you know things i think that's super important though for creatives who are in relationships like actually doing creative things together Mm -hmm. because i feel like yeah like you said like it can sometimes stress you guys out because it's something that you're both passionate about right Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's something that probably brought y'all closer together Mm -hmm. because i don't know what it is about a creative man I don't know. Oh, it's it. You'd be like, ooh. Well, and it's crazy, too, because... <laughs> you came up with that? Yes. Damn. I think that... Okay, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you did that? Yeah, like, I mean, it's funny that you say that, because just, like, maybe, like, a week and a half ago, um, he had said something that kind of made me think... I was like, you know, wow, all these people are kind of doing the same things. It's really hard to put out new stuff, and mm-hmm. kind of feeling down about it. And he was like, yeah, but it, like, makes me go so hard. And I was like, that was kind of hard. Like, right. I have since you guys met me, but, like, 
now that I'm actually doing it and he's helping, it gives us something to relate on more yeah. instead of something to cause a bigger divide. Right, like, right. Already being long distance, him working on something else. Right. And you have the not, odds stacked against you. Exactly. Right. Me not being involved just made it so that I it was like one more thing that I was not a part of. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so do you think, so just to piggyback off the question, so a couple months ago, um, B. Simone, she was under scrutiny because she said she didn't want her significant other. <laughs> Are you bringing up this? Question? I am because it's a question it's because I real. feel it. So because I, I feel it. So the the issue was the fact that she said she did not want her significant other to have a nine to five. He, he she wanted him to be an entrepreneur. So do you feel like that's a requirement for either one of y'all? Well, Panda, you can answer the question too. But yeah, I'm gonna let Slay go first. Oh, my love life is non-existent. Okay, and I was gonna play in a perfect that. world. <clears throat> no, because I feel like you use your nine to five to find your business. Mm-hmm. And when I feel like she said that, like I get her point of view, but like your clientele are people that have nine to fives. Yeah. Everyone like isn't an entrepreneur. It is okay, but some people are entrepreneurs and have a job like me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like Panda. Like I feel like I can have someone that has a nine to five, but you have to have a hustle. You can't just be okay at your nine to five. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. unless you, unless your nine to five is like truly like your, your career purpose. Page, right. And it's something and that you, you feel like that's do. purpeful. Right. Okay, cool. Exactly. Like, I feel like I have unless, with it. unless your hustle is making me not have to go to work and I'm a stay at home <laughs> mom, like you need to take your ass, ass to work. <laughs> because if so, I gotta go to work, you gotta go to work. So I really okay? want your your perspective because I dated an entrepreneur and like I understand I now understand like I understand I have a nine to five. I've always had nine to five. Right, right. So it'd be times he was like, Come on, I'm going to I'm going to North Carolina. Come on. I'm like, bro, I'm going to work. <laughs> right. I'm working twelve hour shifts. Like, what do you mean? Right. So like for me, I the entre- dating an entrepreneur for me, I, I love the thought of it, yeah. but in actuality, I just know that does not fit my lifestyle. Really? I'm a student. I'm doing a podcast. I'm going to work. Yeah, like, it's, it's a lot. I, 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 I think it's a plus. Because it's kind of like your life is like stationary. And yeah, it is. And it's theirs like, is like yeah. so sporadic. It's like, I, we, like we're, we're together for the podcast at least two, three times a week. Do you right. feel like like it's because you feel like you can't keep up with their lifestyle? Or you think like... It's just, I, I just feel like we're at two different speeds. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're going two different speeds. Like I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm in a hole. Like he, yeah. he gone. See, I kind of feel the whole like needing somebody else who's like... In a in an entrepreneurial type of field too, mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm like all over the place right. and sporadic with my movements and just the way that I do life yeah. in right. general. So it's like to have somebody who's just like I don't know. It might actually help. It might yeah. help balance me out mm-hmm. low key. Like, but in my brain, I want somebody that's in like some sort of like creative type of field. No, mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. I think <laughs> like, I think you need. I'm the complete opposite. I'm fine with a nine to five. As long as you're going to work. Me. Yeah. Get the hell out my face. <laughs> but like, I feel like being an entrepreneur is also like a huge gamble. It is. Yeah. So, yeah, nine to five, cool for me. Right. Okay. I think that kind of goes back to what Celia said, though, because I'm like, you know, I don't really care if you do an entrepreneurship or not. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to, that's great. Right. Um, but. If you don't, that's fine too. Like it, it's not a requirement for me yeah. that you have to do one of the, like you, you have to either do that or go to work. Like right, you should go to work either way for me. Right, but an entrepreneurship <laughs> is just yeah. like, you should be going to work anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, but I also think that like to what um, Sean said, like it's one of those things where it's a lot easier to have somebody that matches your time and yeah. matches the understanding of it because. 
when you do an entrepreneurship, you have time that you can't dedicate to them. You right. have to go to mm-hmm. meetings, or you have to be online, or you're up late, and right. you can't cuddle yeah. all night, or right, right. you can't wa- like you have to watch a movie and be on your phone. And yeah. you kind of, it's I think it'd be hard to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't know how to juggle their time yeah. like that or understand or at least time. understand how your time and respect like, it works. Yeah. yeah shoot that's just like i i ain't dating no man who don't drink or don't smoke like ever yeah. like it's cool if you don't do it and you used to do right. it but if you ain't never did it now i feel judged right i'm finna come home with the low eyes and a little snumble i mean no, the, the me one two roll roll up. okay listen like, <laughs> fine with him being a, the designated driver because I'm fitting to give me to give me three <laughs> yeah, double like, shots. I don't because because DeAndre know like I hate to see a man drunk. I don't know what it is. Like, so tired. Like get it together. Disturbed. Like <laughs> like even if she don't know the man, she be like like she will mug a grown ass man. You like too a random man on the street that's just stumbling out with his homeboy. She like you disgusting. Three not stumbling through here. That's a long woman. fall. Baby, that's a long fall. And I ain't going down with you. That's what we no. That's traumatic. I'm traumatized. You triggered. Apparently. I am triggered. I <laughs> She's had a bad experience. All right, like, like, clearly this is personal. Yeah, we not. We clearly, not. We, go we not. Because that's your go, business. We not gonna go there because this is not about me. Okay? But, I mean, um, I think that goes right back into the same thing that we just said though like you have to find somebody that fits your lifestyle yeah yes like very and whether it's an entrepreneurship whether it's drinking or even if it's just being emotional like i think your your significant other has to compliment you in all those things and like yeah and they don't have to be you exactly like you know even right now like i haven't drank in over two months. Yes. Yes. But, you know, me, give it up thanks, guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but like, you I know, because I ain't been. <laughs> yes. But Jay and I, like, you know, we're known for drinking. For like, we're known for having the party house. We're known for always being able to drink and then right. we go home and it's cool. Like, right. you know, like, couple. yeah, like, that's kind of how we are. So this whole period of just being sober and he's like, oh, I'll do it with you. And I'm like, Nah, it's cool. Like, like I don't want you to not be you. Like, right, I'm just right, doing this right. for me. But yeah. it is kind of, like, I've realized, like, thank you for offering, but you don't need to do that, and we can still compliment each other even when right. I'm the DD. Right. Yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talk a little bit more than I remember. It's so funny because, like, literally last weekend we went to a wedding in Harper's Ferry. Mm-hmm. Harper's Ferry is far. Like, it is far. It's in West Virginia. I've never heard of that. It's in West Virginia. I don't know where that's It's in West Virginia. It's far. It's like, I mean, you're halfway to Frostburg at that point. Mm. So when we went, you know, we get to the wedding, and it was weird because I wasn't drinking. And then we go to leave, and it was like, like, the whole way home. And I was like, but it wasn't a bad thing because I was like, I love talking, but it was just like. Yeah, it wasn't even a bad light. It was just no, funny because right. I was like, I'm glad that you can still be you yeah. and mm-hmm. it doesn't like make me mad. To, I love that you, right? yes. because that's how it's supposed to be. Your, right. your partner is supposed to love you in every state. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like, I still fuck you. You talk too much, but I still fuck <laughs> with you. And yeah, I like, love that. how you said that basically, like, it was nice that you offered to do this with me, but you don't have to mm-hmm. yeah. kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I think that's super important because yes. my last relationship was with a person who was very dependent. Mm-hmm. And then that dependency caused them to kind of, like, basically not even just relying on to, 
me so much, they kind of like expected me to change and to adapt to the way they were, but I wasn't getting the same courtesy. Right. Like, I am a part-time social butterfly, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and I had my time when I just want to chill. Mm-hmm. But we were in college, bitch. Listen, me, all, all of us, we all lived together. <laughs> like, we was on moves. Like, anybody yeah. could just walk into your room at any time and be like, girl, let's do yeah. X, Y, Z. Like, people always at the house smoking mm-hmm. or we turning up or whatever. And she was more anti-social. So it was just like, Oh, that's bitch. weird. Get your ass up. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And some, like, <laughs> I, think, I think some people yeah. compliment each other well in that form, too, though. Sometimes, obviously not this one, but sometimes, like, when you have people that are so polar opposite, like, you have the... The soup, yeah. You have like the super social, and then you have the antisocial, and sometimes they can like kind of meet each it other. Works in the when there's communication yeah. and yes. a level of understanding, and that person accepts you fully for who you are, and is mm-hmm. not in it in trying to change you and make you be something that you are not. I think I disagree because I oh, dated Josh, somebody that was the polar opposite of me. I'm a little shy. Yeah. But a that, little. Yeah, I'm a little That's shy, but like my ex was very, very shy. Mm. And he didn't talk to anybody. And so my focus was working on him, like, make sure he can talk to other people. Mm-hmm. We go out and gatherings, like how I am. I really don't like to speak to people, but I do because it's respectful. Right. Yeah, that turned on me because I became the shy one, mm-hmm. not talking to my friends, not being mm-hmm. social. And then he became the social butterfly. I don't know where. And then I didn't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because a huge part of it was the idea of putting so much in that you, you lose yourself, lose yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. and that essentially was the issue right. like, with the whole thing. Like at the end, it was yeah. like, yeah, it has to, it has to be a balance. It has to be a give and take. That's that's in any type of relationships in Friend, general. Ships in general. Yeah. If not, it's going to be traumatic, and yeah. that I love when I, it swing me back to the topic. Yes. Now, <laughs> trauma bonding. Now, for the people at home, if you don't necessarily know what trauma bonding is, it essentially just means that you and another person are either simultaneously going through some type of hardship or the other person has went through something similar to you. You kind of find empathy in a safe space in each other through whatever traumatic thing has happened to you, right? And it sounds nice for what it is because you you need somebody to lean on but for me i feel like the issue is with that that's what your whole relationship is based on based, based on maybe be toxic mm-hmm. and probably, so what happens when one person starts to get better <laughs> and it's doing all right and the other person is still in a terrible place Oof, i actually dealt with that recently remember the guy i was telling you about that went through, that my went phone? through your phone yes <laughs> lord we was definitely trauma bonded. get out get out of my phone Yes. We are too we definitely that. trauma bonding. He just ended a relationship that was just left. Legal legal stuff had to go down. I just ended um ended a situationship entanglement, whatever you want to call it, with a guy I was dating and he just did some weird, unforgivable shit. So it was just was like, you know, but we knew each other already because we went to high school together. Well not together, but we went to the same high school. So I knew him from high school. And 
it was just really toxic. And I just remember telling him, like, you need to go to therapy. And he tried to do that reverse psychology shit, like, you owe my therapy. Like, no. No. No, I'm Dependent. Not. See, that's back to being dependent. <laughs> no. And then, of course, me in the moment, I'm like, oh, I can be his. No. No. Right. <laughs> no. And it sounded cute. And it was so much trauma bonding. And it's like, I didn't know what it was when I was in it. Yeah. But when I look back on it, it was very much so. It was very toxic. And then, but I was the person that was working on my healing and growing. And that's when I was like, no, bro, like, you really need to go see therapy. Like, I am, I am, but you're my therapy. I'm like, that was cute when you first said it, but right. no, you really need to. <laughs> I am not true. You actually That was cute issues. when you first said yeah. that. Yeah, but no, for real. But he now it's not. He had right. mommy issues. He had daddy issues. And oh, I was, yeah. like, his emotional intelligence, he was very intelligent, like, book smart, like, he was an entrepreneur. Emotional. But emotionally, he wasn't the greatest. And he used to blame it on, like, his mom, not really, his mom was there for him, but just not emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was there for him financially, but, like, not emotionally. Same thing, his dad wasn't there emotionally. So, he just had a lot of issues, but I grew up in a household that was full of love. Like, my parents were married for over 30 years, and we always told each other, love each other, hugs. So, okay. my idea of a relationship was different. Maybe I was a little too emotional sometimes. I'm working on that. But I realized that I had to tell him, like, bro, that is not okay what you're doing, how you handle yourself yeah. emotionally. <laughs> And he wasn't willing to accept it. He used to always yeah. make excuses. He was a grown man. Like, nobody ever taught me how to love. And I'm like, and so bro. That's when a relationship has to end. Because yes. at the end of the day, you can only blame other people for the way you act for so long. For but so long. Exactly. Okay. You 25, 20, 21 and over. Like, mm-hmm. it, you are now responsible for, for right. your, your emotional intelligence. Okay. Yeah, he so should have been. Go he should have been. He should have been. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Accept your shit. Okay. You ordered up. At the end of the day, yes, our parents and past people and people we've de- dealt with have done things to us. Mm-hmm. That's fucking life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Every and every other person that you come across or meet has has those same people in their life too. Right. So you using that excuse is not only selfish; it's irresponsible. Very much like so. because you're not doing anything but spewing out a bunch of negativity to other people and and masking it by a oh. Like that whole, I hate, I fucking hate people. Oh, I'm gonna do that either way. I'm gonna do that either way. Right. Okay. Especially when it's like bad things. Like it's one thing for you to be emotional. Like you can be like, oh, I'm just an emotional person. Like me, I am an emotional person. I can cry at the in a dime. Like, something right, to make me right. cry. That's who I am. Right, but right. if I'm out here angry and I'm ready to fight, they'd be like, bitch, I can't. Right. I'm not accepting. But nobody would be time. like, and, and right. none of y'all would be like, no. You, Everybody would be like, no, that, that's not it. Right. You can't just be like, oh, that's hot. No. Right. You're has, an adult. Has right. anybody experienced this, though, like, with, like, friends? I was yes. just getting ready <laughs> to um, say that. Trauma bonding? Yeah. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, anybody I work with, we hated the place and it was trauma. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great <laughs> example. Like, our friendship started there. definitely bond with because I don't think you put as much stress on it as you do with your relationship. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't really know that me and my boyfriend have trauma bonded really because our upbringings that's were good. very. Right. They were just. I'm not gonna say we didn't go through similar things, but our upbringings and you know our lifestyles were just very different. We're from two completely different parts of Maryland. Mm-hmm. We have two completely different families mm-hmm. and we both have our own issues and problems, but they're for totally different things. Yeah. So like, you know, I feel like you know the dependency thing that you were talking about, like that's a bigger deal because at one point in our relationship, I definitely was depending on him to be my happiness and mm-hmm. was to to be 
all those things that I was missing and gaps out that wasn't his fault and it was creating a big barrier because it was putting too much pressure on him right because it's like he was supposed to be my piece but I was putting too much stress Mm -hmm. on him to be it all the Mm -hmm. time and not giving him any room for error either right so at that point was when I kind of realized like wait a second we need to we need to step back here but like with my friends that have went through similar things because they're females and maybe Mm -hmm. they have issues with their you know family members or other relationships or just ways that women are treated in general you know Mm -hmm. things like that like I feel like we don't put as much stress on each other as friends to 100% do what we're saying we need you to do like we want you to listen we want you to be there but we don't need you to be perfect you know what I'm saying right why are you pointing at me I didn't point at you. I looked at you, and you looked at me, and you. We just knew. Like because I knew she was about. No, you were about to say something. I know you were. Okay. Anyway, Go ahead. What, I, what I was gonna say was, um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe because I haven't been in that many uh, relationships or whatever, but I feel like I experienced this a lot with friends. Because uh, me being like, me not having siblings, I've always mm-hmm. thought of my friends as my siblings. My siblings. Yeah. So it's like I hold my friends to a high standard. Right. But at the same time, you know, I'm an empath. I, I try my best to be understanding of right. other people. So it's like I get that other people have things going on in their life. Like right. I try to make sure I'm practicing some sort of like emotional responsibility. Right. Like if I'm going through some shit and I call somebody, I don't just immediately be like, Oh, girl, cuz my life suck right now. Like, I'm gonna check in and I'm gonna at least be like, yo, are you in a stable enough place to hear what I'm about to say? Like, cuz you can also have some shit going on and Mm -hmm. and maybe you don't want to hear this shit right now. But you know what friends, like, I feel like that's that's kind of back to my point. Like, I feel like you know which friends to call for certain things. You did. You know, like, I'm going through exactly like you'll be like, I'm I'm having relationship problems or I see, so like, everybody does it. Everybody doesn't. I had a friend who literally, our, this is this is one of those instances where I put history over their current energy mm. because I I kept thinking to myself, I, this is somebody I've known for such a long time. Like we have we have longevity. This is like you know what I'm saying. Like a a bulk of my life's memory like involves you. you. Yeah. So the idea of me not having you doesn't make sense. Right. So I'm gonna do everything in my power to try to talk this out. Like what I see that's wrong with relationship, I'm gonna let you know. But my issue was I brought my issue to the table and told her what my problem was with our relationship, and she didn't fix it. Mm. And what ended up happening is. Yeah, what ended up happening is we spent like a year of time not talking. And then she popped up with problems. And me being the empath that I am is just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I couldn't fathom the idea of leaving her out to dry alone yeah. right. because I knew she didn't really have that too many people like... Basically, too many people with good enough, like, mental like, right. state to actually help her through what she was going to. Right. So, it was, like, a part of me felt, like, obligated to, to help. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, I, I, I put myself back in the cycle. Like, yeah. At that point, it was my fault. Like, I put mm-hmm. myself back in that cycle of a traumatic space. And I was literally feeling like I was draining every time we talked. Because mm-hmm. every conversation we had, like, I'm not even exaggerating, was about shit that she was going through. And it got to the point where I was just like, I sat there one day and I was just like, yo, like, I'm sad as shit over your shit. 
And I'm just realizing that none of the things we discussed and that I asked of you to do, you, you didn't do. Did. Like, <laughs> like, you just weaseled your way back right, into my right. life with your trauma. Yeah. And and you got me. Because Shania was going to be there for um, I think that that shows that, like, a lot of your, a lot of friends, and maybe it's just your friends that you go through trauma relationships with or whatever, are there, like, for, some friends are for time periods. Yeah. They're not, yeah. they for say, season of reason or lifetime. Mm-hmm. Friends are in your life for a season, a reason, or lifetime. Period. And I've dealt with that type of friendship. I had a friend since I was four years old. She was my bestest friend ever. To this day, I still wish her well because I've like, like you know, we like grew up around the same neighborhood. So I found out like some passes in her life, and I you know reached out to her after we fell out, but she wasn't really receptive to it, and it was okay because you know people grow apart. Mm-hmm. But we definitely had a trauma bonding friendship because we knew each other from kindergarten all the way up to what same. we were friends till college. You went through everything. Yeah, everything like your first everything literally. Yeah. And um, I just remember for a period of time, like from like high school, she just she became really negative. And I feel like she became really negative when I got a car. And she used to, like, try to regulate, so like, car be changing who get in my car. But see, I know, but I felt like I didn't change, but she probably felt otherwise. Yeah. But, like, she, she would regulate. That's... Like, she made a specific comment one day because I had other best friends that lived around my neighborhood. And she used to say, you need to come get me first because I don't want to sit in the bed. Exactly. Girl, you don't... <laughs> Girl, you feel you picked up in which That's way. what I'm saying. And then we rode to school every single day together, and I only charged her $5 a week to help me with my tank. And every Friday, it was always something. But, of course, that's my friend. I'm not going to trip. It's $5. Right, yeah. But it was, like, little stuff that was happening. And I just remember she just became so negative. Then I found out she was lying about unnecessary stuff. So I actually just distanced myself from it because I didn't know how to end it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, yo, this has my friend since I've been in kindergarten, like... But I'm like, she just was always, you know, that Debbie Downer. Like, no matter what, yeah, it, always it always had something. to be negative. You get what I'm saying? And that's very draining. Like you said, every time you talk to her, it's just like, you suck the life out of me. And yeah. I'm just like, and I'm about when go home. No, seriously. Like, it's I like literally that, yes. had become her emotional dumping ground. Exactly. Our relationship revolved around me essentially being her therapist. Right. Yeah. That, and I wasn't getting fucking paid. <laughs> right, and, and I time, feel like that. money, like, I need to change boom. my major. Right like, here. Right. That's, yeah, Can I get that, a that'll sandwich? like as an impact that'll really make <laughs> you feel like that's your pet, like that's yes. your calling. Like this is must what I this is must be what I have to do, and it's actually not. And yeah. I felt really bad because I did not want to not be her friend, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how to tell her like, bro. I can't do this. Yes, you're draining me, bro. But it's just like, she wouldn't like bend to me. It's just like, no matter what, like, she can look at something. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. She's like, oh, that's ugly. I'm like, look, bitch. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I was just. That's your ass home. And then I just went Next ghost time. for her for a little bit. And she hit me up like, <laughs> hey, you know, what's up? I miss my friend. I was like, and that was the first time because I always avoid, I don't like confrontation. So I avoid the conversation and I just hope it'll fix itself, which is very weird. But I'm working on that. But I remember she reached out to me. That's how bitch said you're working on the bitch because you got to get together. You got to talk to these people. Because I'm finna tell you the issue. Right, because I honestly realize people just sometimes don't know. Mm-hmm. But also, sometimes people don't know, and then sometimes people don't care. Like you, like they try to yeah. manipulate your feelings. Mm-hmm. Like people, like I've had an instance where, like, okay, we we were dating, we did stop dating, we were really cool, and every time he gets a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, whatever, you know, whatever he whatever into for the season, <laughs> you know, season, reason, or lifetime, exactly, you know, whatever he into, you he disappears, right? And it's like he want, like he, I have not talked to him since. 
I want to say February, and he, like, hit me, and I, like, the very first thing, I didn't say hi, I didn't acknowledge anything he said in the text message, I told him the issue, and he was like, I don't want to talk about that, well, then you can go continue to go back where exactly. you were, people don't like to think that they're the issue, they don't think they're the Debbie Downer, right. it's a lot of things that people don't see, and it's like, bro, you're an adult, you don't see that? Okay, being as though you just said that, I saw something earlier, and it was basically, basically the quote said, um, you have to realize that sometimes you are the toxic person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so true. <laughs> that is a hard-ass <laughs> truth, though. I'm like, Listen. that shit hurts. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a, um, a moment. So last night I was lit, and I said some a very harsh thing to someone that, like, they, they confided in me about it, mm-hmm. and, like, so this this goes back to the, what you said to me last night, like how we, like I, I felt like he had power over me, so I said that to gain my power back. So yeah. I was like, damn, bitch, you was toxic. You thought you was wrong mm-hmm. in that instance, and it's like a lot of people don't get that. Like, damn, maybe that's something you should work on, especially yeah, when it comes people, to being vulnerable. Some people, mm-hmm. some people literally have lived their lives around a bunch of other people with fucked up shit live that it's just who i am kind of mm-hmm. lifestyle so nobody has probably even ever told them that they was wrong no that's, mm. seriously that's that's how it was with the guy who i was like, trying nobody about. yeah nobody told yeah. you you was wrong you've been living your life thinking what the fuck you was doing was the right thing this whole damn time and then you meet somebody who tells you that it's not and you feel crazy like you gotta be crazy cause like oh you're the crazy one this how i've been for these 25 yeah like no. this is how it worked like right yeah. I think, but like you said, some people don't know until you tell them. Right. So yeah. it's like, it's hard because you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. But like, until you really say what you feel, like you can't expect people to just, to just exactly. be the way that you want them to. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Real. But, you know, I think the older that we get, and this definitely evolved through college and relationships and in friendships, is just accountability. Because mm-hmm. I'm not looking for a perfect person in my relationship or in my friendships because we're all going to make mistakes and, right. you know, we're going to mess up. We're going to be toxic sometimes. Exactly. We yeah. are. Like, you know, one of you guys might call me mm-hmm. and be like, bitch, I did da 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 I'm like, damn, me too. And then I'll be like, oh, <laughs> shit, did you that. just want me to listen? Mm-hmm. Or right. did you want me, or like, was I yeah, supposed to relate? To I don't know which, yeah, I'm like, right. I'm not sure if you wanted my opinion or if you wanted me to listen. Be like, damn, I'll, yeah. I'll, do, I'll do that I'll do different both. next time. Or yeah, I'll 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 be feeling that way when it comes to LaShawn. I feel like we we have a lot of things and she be, I'm like, yeah, like we always like bouncing off the I'm like, damn. Yeah, I should just listen. I should have shut my ass. But no, it's the accountability for sure. Like you gotta be able to turn it around. Like, like, but see, being able to think that is, I think, what tells me whether or not our friendship is worth keeping or whether it's not. Because like, I'm taking you you into account. Yes, like even in our group of friends, being conscious about like who you're speaking to. Exactly. Like in even in our group of friends, like we've not really fought that many times. I mean, maybe like little Mm -hmm. cat fights here and there about. I don't even remember at this point, but like every time we do, it's like a, let's take a step back and then be like, damn, I was tripping. Yeah, I was tripping. All right, cool. Let's, let's move on. Or how do we make this not happen next time? Because if there was no accountability for those things, or if like, say, you know, Sean and me got into a fight and we just acted like it didn't happen or I, like she said something and I pretended like it was cool or she never apologized or whatever. Like we couldn't really... I don't really see my friendships moving forward like that yeah. now yeah. in my life. Because it's like, okay. if you can't even call me and be like, damn, I fucked up, my bad. That's all I need. Like, yeah. <laughs> can I bring up something? No. What? No. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if you remember this. Oh, Lord. I'm almost positive <laughs> I know what you're 
funny to say. I think I do too. That's why I told her no. So wait, so wait. It's funny now, y'all. It really is funny. So I don't even remember what the whole situation was, right? I just remember I was in my room. It was like the middle of the day. I was in my room laying in the bed, right? And Yannay was like sitting on the couch. She had just made breakfast. She was sitting there eating. And so Celia came in. She was about to make some breakfast. So she goes in the fridge and pulls out about. the bacon, right? And it's only one piece of bacon. I told you I knew this story. Tell me this. that's not fucking petty. Who <laughs> needs one piece of bacon, dog? I feel like... So mayo, and y'all nigga say, I mean, I know you like bacon, so I want to eat all of it. So I was leaving you a piece. <laughs> this is still. I'm sorry. I was in my room. Though. I was in my room, like. No, I'm grown. I'm grown. <laughs> we were over it. I'm sorry. Today, you, you've had much. You, you've had much bacon since that day. It's okay. much a lot of bacon. Much bacon. But I had to understand. We have fed each other. Okay. Yes. Many a time since then, guys. We, everything is good. Okay. We have shared bacon, <laughs> breakfast, and brunches. I got yelled at that, that day, and I don't even live in that apartment. <laughs> Listen. In my defense, I probably was going through some shit. Y'all know my freaking personal life. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> but we talked about that later on. Accountable. Right. Right. But listen, <laughs> we got through it. Yes. Growth. Very much growth. But y'all can't even lie. If y'all walked in <laughs> from a long day of class, and you been about that bacon, and you was thinking about that bacon, I'm so sorry, Celeste. You come back and you see one piece. You should have just ate it. You wanted another pack. Like food was not a lack in our house. Like, you could have just ate it. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's I can't even right. make no BLT with that. <laughs> I can't have no eggs or no ba- a bake, a slice of bacon, y'all. But I understand. Gross. It's all good. Much He's love. On. Much love for y'all. Our roommate experience was definitely a lit one, okay? So, definitely. I know, I know. Hate to cut a long conversation short, but I know your attention spans are probably just that. So if you're interested in hearing the bucket question segment from tonight's episode, slide back through on Friday. Okay?